I want to welcome you all as you come to worship our God. Also to thank him, thanking our God who always nourishes us spiritually and physically. This weekend, God is focused, asking our attention to be focused on the nourishment, not only for our physical needs, but also our spiritual needs. I was told of a story of a lady who invited her friends, so many of them, to her house. But she sent out the invitation way ahead. She didn't know that that day was going to be one of the hardest days of summer. But she had to cook. And during the day, she was complaining and gambling. So time for dinner came, the guests came. Then she asked her six-year-old, could you lead us in grace? The girl said, Mom, I don't know how to pray. She said, oh, that's okay. Just say whatever you hear mommy say. The girl says, okay, everyone close your eyes. She bows her head and says, Lord, why in the world do they invite all these people to dinner? They're always listening and learning. Thank God he never gets tired of us. That's why each and every time we reach out to God, he's always there for us. In the first reading today, we hear which is situated, situated between Egypt and the Promised Land. We see the people of God crying out, complaining to Moses. Why did they bring us here to die of starvation? At least we're in Egypt, but we could eat to our fill. Yet they had forgotten that for so many centuries, they in Egypt, we are crying to God, save us from this slavery, get us out of here. So we see at first, their problem was freedom. And of course, God responds by sending Moses to lead the way out of slavery. But once they reached, they realized that there is a basic need that must be met. Their stomachs are hungry, they are starving. There is a saying that a hungry stomach can teach the basic lessons of life. So as they're there, they're complaining, Moses goes to God and says, this is what's happening. And what we see, of course, God doesn't just begin grilling them, why don't you believe in me? God provides for them. When God provides for them, he takes care of the principle we know First things first. Yes, God wants them to grow spiritually, but he knows they can't grow spiritually if they're starving. So he responds to them. They hung, so all of us, that's why our most, the, the best ministry we have is to feed the hungry, give, give the drink to the thirsty, give a home to the homeless, give shelters. So once we finish these basics, then we can bring on also the spiritual needs of, of, of our people. That's why Pope Francis is always asking us a church to be a battlefield hospital. He says, we, the church, are supposed to be a battlefield hospital. On the battlefield, when someone's brought who has been injured, you don't ask him, hey, how was your cholesterol? You first ask, you first take care of the wounds, Treat them very well. Once they are healed, they ask, okay, now let me also check your cholesterol. First things first. So today, as Christians, it's so kind of sad that even we, the church, we've got involved into politics, which has nothing to do with our mission. Our mission is proclaim the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ is to see, to judge, and to act. God is calling us, all of us, so that's why we see when the people revolt against Moses, 
They need a spiritual revolution and which a church needs today. We all need a spiritual revolution. Coming back the basics of who God is calling us to be. So that's why today, after Moses feeds them, God feeds them through, they are all satisfied. Okay, now the mumbling and complaining is done. That theme comes across today in our gospel from last Sunday. After Jesus feeds the multitude, on that background, they were hungry, fed them. Now they're looking for him again. He's telling them, they're asking them, hey, master, when did you get here? They're very excited to see him. He says, I know your intentions. You are not looking for me because of what I said, because you ate the bread. But after then, he transforms them into another reality. He says, you should not work for only that food, but also for our spiritual needs. Our spiritual needs can only be satisfied by God. That's why in the Eucharist, he satisfies us. In his word, he satisfies us. So as Christians, we need this spiritual revolution, allowing God to rejuvenate us through all he offers. We come today asking God for those spiritual gifts we need. That's why after Jesus leading them through from all this process of understanding not only food, but also spiritual, they ask him, what should we do? What should we do to the, do the works of God? And the answer is, come and see. You come and see. When we come and see, we are seeking him who is the bread from heaven, who satisfies our inner hunger, inner hung, because we are always hungry. The spiritual hunger says, seek me. Who is the spirit going to satisfy this hunger? All of us, we have this such for freedom, for the ultimate truth, which we know only God can satisfy. We can do whatever we want, but we can't satisfy it unless God satisfies us. That's why the famous Augustine's quote, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. We have this restlessness searching for something which is beyond ourselves. It's the relationship with Christ. So today on this Sunday, God is asking us, how are you spiritually? How are you satisfying yourself spiritually? Because he's inviting us. He wants to offer us himself. And he's telling us, once he feeds us, he wants us to go and feed others, to go and touch the world. That's the mission. So we ask for his blessings today and grace. That's where we failed last week. We shall not fail next week. Gives us the grace and the courage to go on and proclaim him into the world. The Lord be with you.